Welcome. You're listening to Living Faith Podcast. Starry skies, see your hand in time, and mine to lead me through the night. Welcome. Thank you for joining with me. In the last episode, I discussed five reactions that must take place in us as we accept Jesus' invitations. We must believe, desire, repent, worship, and surrender. After my conclusion in that episode, I hope you spent time talking to Jesus, sharing your thoughts and desires, and ultimately surrendering to him. If you did those things, I know that you experience the Lord's presence. See, after a lifetime of following Jesus, I'm still amazed at how he's attentive to individuals, how he meets with each person who responds to him. Certainly, Jesus is amazing and incomparable. Same thing will be expected after this video. I'm going to invite you to pray. The video will end, and I hope you continue praying wherever you're viewing this. And again, I expect the Lord to meet with you. For this final episode on this topic, let's reread Matthew 11:28 to 30. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. What is it that we can expect when we accept Jesus' invitations? Well, really, it's very clear. Rest. His heavenly rest. His rest is on the way. Now, After sitting around this house for too many days, rest isn't at the forefront of my agenda, at least not physical rest. Yeah, there are times when too many people and too many conversations might cause me to seek out some quiet alone time, but then again, after these past weeks, it's not social rest that I need either. Now, I'd like to brag that this stay-home edict has supercharged my personal research and development. I've been profoundly productive in my strategy, planning, and administrative tasks. But I have to tell you, I'm not feeling the need for intellectual rest right now either. Emotional rest? Yeah, there have been periods of frustration, times of some uncertainty. And, you know, I've enjoyed some laughs, but I I find myself mostly serious, concerned for my immediate and extended family, concerned for our congregation, its many wonderful people, and the overall operations. So, yeah, I could use some emotional rest right now. But more than these, I, I recognize the spiritual challenge that this circumstance has brought. You see, like many, I love participating in worship services. I I thoroughly enjoy singing and praising God while gathered with fellow followers. I, I enjoy wonderful private moments with God when I'm alone, but times together are strengthening in an entirely different way 
And I miss the rest that I find in those times. I, I could use some spiritual rest. And so I'm wonderfully encouraged by Jesus' words, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. You will find rest for your souls. Rest for my soul. It sounds marvelous to me. It is by the Holy Spirit that we enjoy Jesus' promises in our lives today. By the Holy Spirit, Jesus' promises are fulfilled in us. As Jesus explained in John 14, beginning at verse 25, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus addressed the time of his physical presence and then the time that he'd be physically absent. In his physical absence, Jesus points us to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Helper, comes to us in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit reminds us of all that Jesus said. And though Jesus physically departed this world, we enjoy his promises today by the power of the Holy Spirit. We know Jesus' peace through the Holy Spirit. We know his rest for our souls through the Holy Spirit. Jesus believed the Holy Spirit was so important that some of his final words to his disciples were these in Acts 1. And being assembled together with them, he, speaking of Jesus, commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And a few days later, that is exactly what happened. It's recorded in Acts chapter 2. And the same thing should happen for you and for me. I received the Holy Spirit decades ago. I received it just as they did in the book of Acts. I'm certain of the experience because I spoke in a brand new language as the Spirit provided the words. If you haven't yet received this miraculous gift, this amazing invitation, then I absolutely encourage you to receive it. I encourage you as Jesus did, wait for it. And as you progress through belief, desire, confession, worship, and surrender, expect to receive the Spirit just like they did in Acts chapter 2. For those who have already received the Spirit, you might find yourself like me, needing reminded of Jesus' rest and peace or reminded of his other promises. If so, we should follow Jude's direction. Jude wrote, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Those filled with the Spirit must rely on the Spirit, return to the Spirit, engage the Spirit. There is rest for everyone through the Holy Spirit. There is peace and joy in 
the Holy Spirit. Even now, as this video concludes, I call you to believe, desire, worship, and surrender your way into Jesus' divine invitations. The Spirit is waiting for each of us. You've been listening to the Living Faith Everett podcast series. Tune in next week for the next part of this series, or join us online at livingfaithministries.church.